What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Moose Milk Podcast. This is episode 99. 99, that's right, our last two-digit episode. Damn, I don't even think I realized that was our last, or was 99. Yeah, buddy, we're, we're making it. Like, we're big time now. Once you hit three that's digits, amazing. you're big time. That's amazing. Uh, I never knew that we were going to be so big time. Oh, we're so Thank successful. Thank you to all two of you that are here. <laughs> Jordan from Canada, thank you for uh, shouting us out here, at, you know, 10 minutes ago. I'm just uh, seeing it now. Appreciate you. Um, Thanks, Jordan. What up, man? How are you, my friend? How is things? Uh, I'm okay. I had a very busy week. So I sure did. To, um, I didn't get to do really a whole lot of watching. Just kind of got through the bare minimum. Yeah, I watched well. Bad Batch on Thursday night, and then I watched Last of Us last night, so... Yeah, well, you like you said, you had a very, you had a lot to do. I had a lot to do. You pulled yes. some late nights there. Very late nights. Yes, I'll be able to share with the world. Uh, Soon, I, maybe, maybe not next week. I'd love to say next week, but I don't know if it'll be next week. So, oh, Marcus, he's here too. What up, man? Dog. <laughs> dog. I like how he just says dog, and it's just there's there he is. What up, Finn? He's dancing. He's having a good time. Oh, um, yeah. Cheers. Uh, Everybody, I appreciate you joining us. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, uh, I, I can't wait to sh- for you to show what you did. Uh, I think it's a lot of people are going to be very pumped about it. And uh, obviously, oh, yeah. when you're ready to reveal it, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll be uh, your number one cheerleader there with the pom poms. Yes, I love it when you wear that costume. It's the yeah, well, one. we all do. We all do. I got the ass that goes on for days. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. How are you? How how was your? You went to a party tonight. Yeah, I had uh, one of my good friends had her birthday party tonight, so I was at a nice. murder mystery party. Oh, cool! That's pretty fun. Was it? Fun? Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was uh, they did they've they usually do this like once once every year. They uh, for her birthday usually they have like they do a different one every year, obviously, and um, it'd be weird if they did the same one every year and it was the same murder every single year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I guess there's a couple companies you can go to that is have it, like. Is it Ryan? Again? It's Ryan again. God damn it! Um, but it was a '70s theme party. I was the only one that didn't dress up, obviously, because I'm lame like that, and I just didn't have the you money are. to spend on a big uh, fucking costume and shit. But um, you should have just yeah. wrote 1970s on your forehead with a sharpie. That would have been brilliant. I know. So um, everybody had like you know big wigs and uh, you know '70s theme flared costumes and shit hilarious. like that. That was great. And uh, yeah, we ran into an old friend of ours, uh, two old yeah. friends of ours, uh, Chris and Sarah. So shout out to them. Yeah, and, that's uh, dope. I haven't seen those guys in for freaking ever, man. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was it was weird running into them, and uh, you know we talked a lot about your old band days and uh, the good old band days shows together and and pop punk. And I told them how you're still super into pop punk and still yeah. listening to Blink and all that shit. And Sarah was like, "Hell yeah, so am I." So yeah, yeah it was great. I feel like Chris probably does too, right? Yeah, Chris doesn't strike me as a guy who changes very much. He's probably no, he's, the same old Chris. He's still drumming. He's still a funny dude. And, uh, you know, we talked a little bit about he's setting up a home studio and shit for uh, nice. drumming. And, uh, yeah, it was just – it was it was weird running into him. It was something I didn't expect. So it was nice uh, kind of reminiscing there. And, Fuck yeah. yeah. So those guys cool. are great. I love both those. Both yeah. those two people are fantastic people. I remember because, like, when me and Chris started playing in a band together, I told him, I was like, mm, for the longest time, I've, like, not liked you at all. <laughs> like, and then yeah. we started playing in the band together. I was like, oh, Chris is good shit. He's, I don't know. I think it was just, like, we had – it wasn't even, like, band bad blood. It was just, like – Sure, sure. We just – I don't know. We had different – different. I don't know. Well, he he even said he's like Matt is like one of the only people I know that will always give you his direct honest opinion on whatever you're playing. And he's like, there was times we'd play shit, and Matt would be like, "That's garbage, don't play that." Yeah. And he's like, I always appreciated that about Matt because you knew exactly what you were getting out of him. Like he was gonna be honest with you, and I was like, that is Matt, one hundred percent. That is me. But you know, we talked say. talked about Mitch and Daryl, and you know, nice. yeah, it was it was just cool. Daryl tried to start a band with me recently. He <laughs> oh, was really? like that because he wanted to do kind of something like postal servicey, not like necessarily in like sound, but more like in style, where like, like the he idea would write of it. something yeah. and send it to me, and then whatever. And I was like, look, man, I just don't have the time. I mean, I have the time, but it's just dedicated to other stuff, right? Like, yeah, to commit to a band is a lot. You yeah, know? yeah, I just don't have the time. Like, I. You know, my goal is to, you know, it was originally on my list of things I wanted to get done this year, but 
I reprioritized. I kind of wanted to like get back into writing music just a little bit because I want to do music for my page, right? Like I'd like to be able to just do like some kind of a theme song or something and you know, yeah. I don't know, but I just, uh, yeah, I have other things I want to prioritize. Now that I've been playing with this, all these people who are using like 3D modeling and stuff, I'm like, fuck, I should start learning that. That's I could see that being very useful in my hobby. So, yeah, no, I mean, uh, you're you're a great musician. I wish you would do more music, Thanks, but I under, I totally understand that it's a time commitment, and there's only so much time in the day where you could commit to different hobbies. I mean, the more hobbies you get, the harder it is to you know do give them 100 percent. yeah well like yeah. The, the thing with the music though too is right is it's like it like you said it's it's more than just like learning it again it's like totally learning it and then staying in practice really is yeah 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 it's a lot man yeah. it's a lot I it's, yeah i like i said uh if you ever want to write something i'll use your whatever you write for the intro to this thing so sounds good i'm gonna make the worst song ever and be like you said you, you said, said no matter it. what i i don't care you can write anything it's gonna sound good to me <laughs> Yes, girl. Write whatever you want, baby. Yes, girl. Ooh, these are the nice talks. We like to talk like this in the microphone. I saw ASMR, ASMR. Yeah, no, I, it was a good time. It was a good night. Uh, and uh, it was nice running into them. So shout nice. out Nice. That's dope. Yeah, that'd be so cool to run into those guys. Hell yeah. Maybe when I'm in town next, but. Yeah, for sure. Chances are when I'm in town next, it'll be a very short visit because I'm going to split it up between Fan Expo, Windsor, and waterloo to see craig so totally totally it's, it's always hard when you only have a very limited time in the city and yeah you have 500 people you want to go see it's it's mm -hmm. you got such short amount of time so i get Funny it enough there's not that many people in windsor i want to well, see anymore so i know but you, still I you know, want to prioritize your mom and and you yeah. know whatever i know a lot of kate's family moved out there but yeah yeah, I don't really have anyone on her side to see without her. If she wasn't here, I wouldn't go, you know. Yeah. You know, I'd realistically just stay with my hang out with my mom. Yeah, well that's that's maybe the see my baby or something, but yeah. Um so how was uh Bad Batch this week? Bad Batch was another it's not they're not bad. The thing is they're not bad. They're good little isolated stories, but it's not like there's no overarching like arc right now. So like yeah. It's just like random stories that don't really tie together. And it's like, eh, it's whatever. I thought people were really liking this week's episode. I thought I'd seen some shit online that people. Yeah, were I, did, I did too. And then when I watched it, I was confused. I was like, why? Hmm. Like, it was still cool. Like, I'm not saying, like, none of them are bad. They're all good. They're just. Yeah, they're just not hitting it out of the park for you. Yeah, they're just not like connecting with me. Like, I, like the first season I really liked. There was a lot of stuff. It started strong. It tied into the prequels and like. It, it gave more history to Kanan, who's like one of the Star Wars Rebels, which you know I love. Yep. So like in the first episode of series season one, like it was, you know, it hooked me, right? And there was like a lot of stuff that kind of pulled me in more and more. But now that they're kind of established and, you know, they're just kind of like, it's kind of like you finish a movie and you end on a strong note and then you catch up with the heroes and they're just kind of going through the grind. Nothing's really... right important nothing's really like altering anything really they're just kind of doing odd jobs and like that's it so i don't know it's it's i mean that's fine but like i mean yeah. i don't really care to be honest it's not that in, it's not that interesting to me like it's just kind of yeah it's there maybe it will gain ground maybe hopefully it will i'm sure it will so um we sit <laughs> he's going crazy he doesn't um, want to on my lap that's why Poor little buddy. Yeah, yeah but if you let him down, he'll bark. So exactly. I was. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of music lately. Nice. Listening to a lot of Alkaline Trio, and I was like, maybe I should give Crimson another try because it and... seems like it's their most popular album, right on Spotify. It's like right at the top. That's because of me. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna just give it a try because if I if I all of a sudden get this like undiscovered gem that like I forgot that was good, like. Um, it'd be cool to have like something like good to like get totally, into, right? Totally. Yeah, well, it wasn't good. I still didn't like Oh, it. you <laughs> asshole. You had me all hyped up. It's so like, um, it's so like not Alkaline Trio. Like it's, it's like such a good solid album. I don't, I, I don't I get it. I can't agree. I'm not saying there aren't some jams on there. Like I really like, uh, Sadie. I really like, uh, Mercy Me. Mercy Me is great I, too. Yes. I liked 
time to waste now, but I remember hating time to waste back in the day. But now I like it. I love that album so much. It's so good. I hate it. It's so not good comparatively. We always have opposite opinions on so many I albums. I mean, you love I that do. second Panic album, and I fucking hate it. Like, I love it. I feel like I'm like one of the very few people who like that second Panic album. Well, including it's, the members of the band. So yeah, it's overall, it's mostly disliked. I would say. Yeah, and but I mean, in fairness, how do you how do you go from first album to second album? Totally, like, it, they're literally different bands. Like, it's they're not they're in no way the same. Totally, totally. And I mean, shout out to Panic. They broke up this week. So I, they did. That's sad. So basically, just Brendan. But yeah. Brand, Brand, Brandon sad. was like, I, I don't want to do this anymore. Bye. Yeah. But yeah. still, it sucks, though. He'll come back. He'll do it again eventually. Yeah, totes. So, um, what else? Anything I, else you're listening to? So, uh, yeah, I've been listening to Blink, uh, mostly self titled. But, uh, and I've also been listening to a lot of Midtown's first album. Uh, what's it called? Um, save the girl, lose. Save the world. Save the save the girl, lose the world. Save the world. Yeah, save the world, lose the girl. Yeah. Uh, I I love uh, forget what you know, but I do too. That's a great. I love I love all of Midtown's albums equally. Like I have a hard time picking. Like I always go. I always seem to end up going back to, um, that one you just said. <laughs> forget what you know. Forget what you know. But. But I like I do like the second one a lot too, and like even like this first one, it's, it's very nostalgic for me. So nice, yeah. Um, I finished Always Sunny finally. They only they only go up to season thirteen on uh, Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. So I finished it once it ended. I was like, oh, it's done. So then I just moved over to The Simpsons and resumed. Nice. Uh, resumed with The Simpsons. I think I'm somewhere in the middle of season four or something. But um, but yeah, I might um. Yeah, I agree, Jordan. German Canada says, oh, man, Panic was really cool. Yeah. Uh, it's funny, though, because I was talking to my buddy Craig today, and we were talking about Panic, and I'm like, it's funny because, you know, the way I consume music is so different now. Like, I used to like albums, right? Yeah. I asked them because, like, we talked about this recently. Like, do you listen to full albums, or are you more of a, like, a shuffle kind of guy, you know? Yeah. And uh, I was saying that, like, I love old Panic albums. I'll listen to them as albums. But, like, the last two, it's just, like, I, like, know, like, three or four songs that, like, I like. And that's kind of it, right? And it's, like... But I also think that bands realized that people were picking out the singles and only listening to the singles. So I think yeah. a lot of bands stopped caring about, like, the album experience necessarily. Like, True. I don't think bands are putting the same thought into, like, how to... to like put together so, an album yeah like uh, oh yeah. we may got to make sure this song's first following into this song. like yeah. i think a lot of bands now are just like throw the 12 songs on there and people are going to listen to the four songs we put out as singles and that's the end of it yeah. like yeah so i don't know i mean i think the last panic album's probably the weakest album he's put out in a long time like i like the two previous albums before that way more but um i i kind of have been off panic for two like i kind of got into this last one a little bit like, there's a couple songs like said, on it that are good. Yeah, there's a handful of songs that are pretty yeah. catchy, but the the one before it, I don't, I, I didn't get into at all. Like I liked it a lot off of it. So, yeah, the last one I was really into was the one with La Devotee and I can't remember what it's called. Uh, I'm really yeah. good at this. I know we're both terrible at remembering we're really songs. Good. We're doing um, great. We're doing great. I'm gonna look it up though because I'm gonna give answers. I'm here to give answers. Um, Death of the to Bachelor. Yeah, that's a great album. Yeah, it's a good album. But I Pray mean, for the Wicked, I skipped. I like Pray for the Wicked a lot, but I mean, like their first album is always going to be my favorite album by them. Yeah, I, I like the first album too. I kind of like all of them though, to be honest. I really like, um, I like Vices and Virtues a lot, like a lot. It's one of my favorites. Jordan from Canada says it's a really fascinating comment. Where are you at, Jordan? What do you What do you do? Do you do singles? Do you do albums? Do you? Do... I feel the younger people than us, like I'd say, people still in their twenties or younger are probably more singles all single based i don't think yeah. like even people that i would like talk to that are like oh i haven't listened to a full album in like years like i only just go like oh i like this song okay that song's over i switch it to the like and i i'm die hard album guy like i will never not listen to a full album mm. I, that's that's the only way i can consume music i hate shuffle like hate it so it i don't know you. Oh, I'm sure it does. But like, Same. if I'm like working out or something like that, and I mean, like I work out 
I mean, look at all me, the time. Like, I don't work all out. the time, but I understand the shuffle for that experience of like, oh, I'm doing something like I want a lot of energy for, and I don't want like a downbeat song cutting off in the middle of my workout or whatever. Like I get like, hey, I want something that's like upbeat continually. So like, yeah. I'm gonna put on 20 songs and on shuffle or whatever, and like go. Like I get that aspect or whatever, going for a run, going for a bike, whatever you're doing. But uh, if I'm like at home, like I'd way rather put on a vinyl record and listen to a full album than not, you know, I don't know. Creep. Yeah, that's, that's me. Creep, creep, creep. Um, I, I, I guess it depends. Like to me, the, the album piece is nostalgia is more nostalgia based now. Like it's, I don't really, I don't really, I don't know. Like I, if it's just like shuffle everything, then I like it to be a little bit more um, sp- like then I usually like something more specific. Like I usually take if there's a song that I've been listening to, kind of, I put it on one playlist and it's got like, you know, a thousand songs on it now. And yeah. it's just like I shuffle through that because I know like there's a chance that there's a pretty good chance that if it comes on, something comes on, I'm not going to skip it. Totally. I, what I hate shuffling is when it's got when I had like when I used to have my iPad pod that had like, you know, 70,000 songs on it or whatever. You'd get like thirty songs in a row. You couldn't, you hear. Yeah, you couldn't shuffle that because yeah. it's just like skip, 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 skip. Totally. Like that's not fun. But when you don't have to do any skipping and you're just like re-remembering yeah. stuff, you're like, oh, I remember. I was really into this a couple of years ago. That's cool. Totally. Totally. Then I like it. So, so it's what's Jordan saying? He's saying, oh man, lately singles, but the album is amazing, and I still respect and enjoy the art of making an album. I think, I don't know. To me, like. I don't know. I was, I was having this discussion with my dad the other day. It's like, um, you, you, the internet was supposed to be like the savior of music, right? Like when we like MySpace era, right before like, uh, like Napster and shit got really huge. Um, it was like, Oh, like we're finding all these new bands because of the internet, like MySpace, like panic at the disco or whatever that got famous from MySpace or, or internet culture in general, these bands that you would never have found otherwise blew up like crazy and everybody was like oh man the internet's gonna save like the music industry like everybody's gonna find music because of this now this is instead of radio people are gonna go online and listen to this shit and then we got napster and on you know limewire and all this shit that just destroyed the music industry completely and now nobody makes money through music Mm -hmm. i think like the way to get that back is like bring back the album experience you have to make music special again like putting out singles and stuff just makes everything tossable. Like everything's throwaway. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's digestible, right? It's yeah. Just like it's and in and out kind of thing. And to make it special to me is like put extra thought into your, how your album's curated and like album art and like liner notes and yeah. pictures and like posters, whatever, tie that all in on a nice like CD vinyl, whatever, even digitally you can do bonuses through like uh, Spotify and shit like that, that like, why not have like videos accompany every song? You can put yeah. videos on Spotify now. Like, yeah, I like that. Like, add a, a, a making of at the end of the album that's like has like a special like video from the band of like this is you know our thought process behind. So like, it's not going to appeal to everybody, but at least have the option there where maybe you get pull, people pulled in that way again and it, like make music interesting again. To me. I don't know. I'm going on a rant, but yeah. They're like, this is where we circled your before we wrote. The first single. I mean, that might be a bit a step too far, but I mean, I know they get you as a fan right away. Um, Marcus, you said I started listening to albums a bit more. I usually don't, though. So, Marcus, I'm pretty sure you're like 24, 25, if my memory serves me correct. I might be wrong on that, but I felt I feel like that is about right. So yeah, so there you go. There's the next day. So he said I usually doesn't, though. See? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think I'm definitely in the minority now, but like. I think it's just because the era we grew up in that like I'd throw on a CD and that would be my CD for months until I could afford another one. And yeah, I would play that CD to death and I would know like the track listing and I, the the albums and everything like, like the back of my hand. So like, yeah, all of a sudden now when I put on whatever, our lady piece is clumsy. I know right away, like, oh, okay, this song's coming next. And then when it yes. jumps to random, random song W by whoever, yeah. I'm like, oh, like I was expecting, you know, whatever, fucking what a letdown. Automatic flowers to come on next, and it's not, and um, bombs, you know. So this would be awesome. Jordan says uh, a documentary on popular music and the rise of Spotify would be incredible. 
I'm sure we will eventually. Like, yeah, I mean, like they did all those uh, um, documentaries on Woodstock recently, mm-hmm. and like I always thought 100% that we were going to get a Woodstock again, like 2019 or whatever, like 20 years after 99. All right, cool, we'll do another Woodstock, and it just seems like that's never going to happen. But yeah, I would love like a documentary based on like the rise and fall of of the music industry and like go really in depth about like especially for young people like how music changed over like the 90s yeah. to the 2000s is like it's fascinating it is fascinating all, all of it honestly just music as a whole and like like even looking at his music in history like um you know like we watched to get we both watched that the beatles documentaries it was long man. it was like 10 hours it was a fucking commitment yep. but honestly like it's crazy to see like beatles hits like them just fumbling into them. They're just fumbling around and all of a sudden they're like, you hear it and you're just like, whoa, that's like where it starts. Like totally. It's fucking like pretty surreal to like experience, like to, to be able to watch that. Like, and how quickly cool. they were putting them out. Like Yeah, true. The turnaround on these albums for the Beatles was like every six months they were having another album, you know, a little maybe a little bit more than that. But like yeah. generally it was like two albums a year for five years and that was it like that was their career and it's like now you you know wait four years between albums for a band and it's like yeah and there's five songs on it i liked but the rest of the album was kind of meh you know it's like no that's a bummer uh jordan says uh i do think the golden age was with records and vinyl there's a culture of setting up the record and attending to it setting up the album art just right and having some wine or a beverage i totally agree that's that's yeah that's how i consume music is like I, I have about, I don't know, a hundred vinyl records now about around that area. I mean, I'm still collecting, but um, yeah, I, I like the, the sitting at home, the ambience of it. Of the experience. Like, yeah. Turning on, turning off the lights, lighting some candles, having a glass of, you know, wine or whiskey or whatever. <laughs> I want to say the most inappropriate thing right now, but I'm trying not to. <laughs> you can say whatever you want, baby. <laughs> I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> that's funny marcus says uh i feel like box or company man would make youtube videos on that topic don't know about a full-length documentary but it just came to mind. yeah i mean uh i, we, I we're like 25 minutes into the show we should definitely Whatever. get into what we uh what we uh yeah you still watch. haven't even talked okay we'll we'll wrap yeah. this up pretty quick we can go but, a little over after that's okay okay um but yeah i mean speaking of the music industry i watched a bunch of wrestling documentaries that you recommended from, <laughs> from uh uh what's, wrestling, what's with andy? wrestling with andy um yeah so i fell down a rabbit hole with that this week and uh <laughs> i've just been obsessed with wrestling this whole week i've been watching nice fucking documentaries there i've been watching like old fucking uh uh royal, royal rumbles and shit like that i know royal rumble was tonight i'm gonna try to uh hop on that tomorrow sometime and watch that but um nice yeah i just I, i've been in wrestling mode and it's, it feels weird i know you did some wrestling figures and everything like that. And like, yeah, right behind you there. Uh, I set them up. I was sick of them being in a drawer. It's temporary. They're not staying there, but until I have room, I'm like, I just want them to be displayed. Yeah. I like want to see them. I love them and I want to play with them. So yeah, I took the time yesterday. I was supposed to be working last night. And instead I was like, I'm going to set up these wrestlers. Oh, <laughs> uh, no Randy Orton. I noticed though. Uh, yeah. Well, they, they pretty much stop at like 2000 and like two probably. So that was for you, Brian Giles. <laughs> the whole way home after the party he's like at some point during the podcast bring up randy orton to matt and i'll know that you were talking about me <laughs> that's so um, funny <laughs> anyway so besides that I, I watch a lot of wrestling and then uh, i hammered through another season of friends nice what, uh, what season are you on now i'm on seven six was the nice. by far the weakest season of the show <laughs> that season sucks how many seasons in total is there? Ten. Ten. I'm almost done. I'm. I'm. I'm like. I don't know. I got. I can imagine as you get closer to the end, the episode counts get lower, right? Yeah, they're down to I think twenty a season for like eight and nine, and then I think they do like eighteen the last season or something like that. But oh, that's um, still a lot. No, it is. But I mean, it was network television in the nineties, right, or right, early two yeah, thousands. Yes. Um, ah, see, Jordan from Canada, Royal Rumble twenty twenty three just wrapped. Bloodline is the storyline of the future. Incredible storyline worthy of HBO. Is that the what you've been watching? Is that the Brian, the Wyatt? No. Wyatt, so uh, 
uh, I've been watching Bray Wyatt, uh, Bray Wyatt stuff all week because I find that absolutely fascinating, the storyline that they're doing right now with him. Um, I've seen a little bit of the Bloodline stuff, too. Um, I, I think that's separate. I think that's the uh, the Roman Reigns stuff, right? I might be wrong. I, I, super, I'm not, like, super familiar with modern wrestling at all. So, um, But, yeah, don't spoil anything for me. I'm going to try to watch the Royal Rumble tonight or tomorrow. Um, I think I saw who won already, but, yeah. It's cool. Um, yeah, the Bray Wyatt stuff is fascinating, man. Like, it's very Undertaker, Kane era shit. And um, Mankind very, too, right? Because it's like multiple yeah. personalities and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's a little bit of Mankind. It's a little bit of Undertaker. It's a little bit of like that era of like gothic, like undertones of like, you know, Undertaker being all like demonic and shit. Like he's using right. that kind of similar thing. But he's also using like really weird like peewee herman style like vignettes during yes, like his promos and I've stuff and it's just really creative and funny and um yeah i i uh i don't know it's super fascinating i i, I it made me want to watch royal rumble so that i give him props for that nice nice yeah. that's pretty cool um, uh, what else did you watch there's one more thing i started watching and i'll finish talking about it next week but i i half watched uh you people that new jonah hill movie oh is it any good uh so far yeah it's pretty good i like oh, it good. I'll have to check it out for sure, but funny um, and good. I'll tell, I'll fill you guys. I'll tell everyone more about it next week because I only got halfway tonight. So. Yeah, I was gonna watch it, and I was like, I got some like pretty negative reviews, so I was like, oh, oh maybe really? it's not very good. Yeah. So so far, I like it. It's funny, and it's like it, it's a fun way to play with like the whole race thing. So it's, it's awesome. like Jew Jewish and uh, um, and uh, Arabic. Oh, okay. It's fun. Fun. Okay, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. Um, I think that's pretty much it. I started playing uh, Dead Space yesterday. I streamed that a little mm, bit over yes. on uh, on Twitch. Uh, Twitch, and nice. um, yeah, that's fun. I only got a couple hours in, and I've been really busy with everything this week, so I haven't really had a ton of time to play games. But um, I'm going to dive into that more, and then we got playoff football tomorrow. So I'm going to be watching uh, six hours of football tomorrow, and uh, going to be watching the foosball. Uh, see, here we go. Jordan from Canada. Bray Wyatt's incredible creative work for sure. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, boy. It's the most creative angle I've seen in wrestling in probably like 20 years. So uh, nice. It's pulling me back in. But other than that, uh, obviously just Last of Us, which I've been absolutely obsessing with the entire week. So we can dive into that if you're ready. So good. So good. Um, spoilers, obviously, for episode two of The Last of Us um as i said last week i've played the games i won't spoil anything major from the game for the show for the people that haven't seen or haven't played the game but we will be spoiling episode two so if you have not seen episode two yet be prepared let us spoil it for you indeed um what we're you really think? good at it you'll only get the fact that it's good like we are pretty horrible with all the details so hey i was good <laughs> last week i i knew yes, a lot you were it's different because like you have a passion for this this property right it's totally so it's, it's my thing yeah 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 uh, I, I fucking loved it man honestly like right at the beginning i was saying to ryan at the beginning it starts with like like in 2003 and like they bring in this woman who studies is is it she is it mushrooms or fungus uh i think she was like uh uh um what the image like the actual disease is like a fungi, yes. a fungi. disease okay. but okay. um she, she was like a like a ep ep epidemiologist or something like i don't know what she, what what her actual science base was in the show Whatever. but she specializes she in in like transmittable diseases basically yeah 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 so yeah so they start with this thing where like this woman goes in and she's it's in argentina or something and like um and she's like they ask her to look at this person who basically got bitten and and uh the long long story short she's like they're like we need you to make like a vaccine or a a cure or something right and she's like the only way to stop this is to just bomb the whole city like just bomb it all like and as like, kate was sitting with me and then like as soon as that happened she was just like she looked at me she's like i i can't watch this <laughs> i'm just like she's like it's gonna give me nightmares it is it's fucking creepy as hell and then like the thought to see the thought of somebody in the know saying that of like, there's no way to stop this. You the have only to thing is everything. to kill everyone. That's fucking nuts. It terrifies me that that yeah. that could be like an actual meeting between like a military and like you know a scientist or whatever, and be like, you're fucked. There's no way to stop yeah. this. Like that's that's 
the the most extreme measure you could possibly do, yet it still may not even be do what it has to do. Yeah, it may not be result in what we need it to result in. Like it's fucked, man. Like it seriously, the the premise of this show is fucked. Like, and the way it's scary. The way she says, like, can I leave now and be with my family is like yeah. even more horrible. Like she knows that it's the end and she just wants to go home. And it's like, oh fuck. And even like the military guy was like, uh, did you find who bit her? And and the guy's like, No, like, uh, we're missing like 10 people right now. Like, that's that's terrifying. Yeah. Um it's crazy, man. That's Ooh. not in the game. Like, that's that's totally made for the show, that whole opening segment. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, yeah, really, 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 really good. Um, but yeah, the whole episode was just like my hands were sweaty the whole time, man. Honestly, like tense as fuck, fucking crazy. Like I, I was the whole time. I was just like, oh, oh, <laughs> it's so tense. Like just the idea of like we've been in these buildings before and we've done this route before, but everything changes every time we're here, and like. Yeah. Oh, this path is no longer available to us because the building's crumbled in front of it and we have to change the route we were taking or whatever. Like the thought of like, we don't know what's around the next corner. It could be anything is like yeah. horrifying. Like it's like I could die in two seconds from now. Like, I don't know. You know? Yeah, man. It's uh yeah, it's it's so fucking well done. And like all the actors in it are just like great. I can't remember. So it's Joel is Tessa or Tess? Tess. Tess, Tess yeah and girl young ellie. girl ellie um they're all, all three of them are just great little actors man they're just like i mean oh yeah i love that they're already like they built that relationship a little bit between tess and ellie of like tess finally kind of understanding that like shit joel like she has she's been bit and we stayed overnight with her and she hasn't turned like this is a solution this is a possible cure or or whatever we're looking for like she could be the answer yeah. um i love like the, the seeing that slow like breadcrumb drip of like oh like i i kind of believe now i'm choosing to believe you know yeah yeah it, it's uh i like the well i guess so the whole episode basically is just them kind of starting their journey right is that kind of like that's pretty much what it just covers is they kind of go through the city or they go to the museum or something is that what it is yeah well i don't remember the specifics i just remember being like <gasps> yeah i mean they're, they're trying to get ellie to a firefly base right um that they were told about from marlena in the last episode is that right uh, there's a firefly base at this location this is where you have to bring ellie to um and it's all within boston so like they know the route they know how to get there it's just a matter of getting her there but um just like the small moments of the scenery where you're seeing nature kind of like overtake entire buildings, entire, you know, yeah. vehicles, the vines over top of things, the growth of like the mushrooms. So and cool. shit. It's so well done and so like yeah, gorgeous looking, but it's also such a horrifying idea of like, you know, humans have only been gone 20 years and this is the, like, this is how the world looks now. It's fucking crazy. Boston. Oh no. <laughs> um, but on top of that, like, yeah, it's just, um, basically like the, i mean the start of even just ellie eating that chicken sandwich and seeing the jealousy between like oh we're eating the shitty old beef jerky and she's got a fucking chicken sandwich like i love that i just thought it was awesome yeah yeah it's uh i i love the i love the dynamic between the three of them and i even like more so how it developed even just through this episode like you can already see like uh, they're starting to like gain trust in in Ellie and like so yeah it's nice it's good totally. to see yeah um I love to um like the 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 music notes that they're using in the show I'm trying to grab my dog but he's being a dick um, <laughs> see. hold on. Uh, okay. The music, the music they they use in the show is all from the game for the most part too. Like, oh, nice! It's the That's same composer. Cool. Um, if if anybody hasn't listened to the the album, it's on Spotify. Um, the actual soundtrack to the game is fucking awesome. It's one of my ga favorite game soundtracks ever. Hold so I'll chill you to the boner. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll just keep talking about it, even though I don't have any. I don't have. I don't, the problem is, is like it doesn't seem like the story really moves forward that much, but. Um, we get to see, we finally get to see the, the infected people, I guess. And they kind of like lay down some ground rules for 
like, you know, what happens with the infected. He kind of explains to Ellie, like, you can step in one place and, like, wires that come, like, not wires, but, like, they spread across the ground. So, like, if you step in one spot, like, all of them could wake up in another spot and know exactly where you are. And, like, they can't see, right? That's the thing is they can't see, but they can, like, hear and they can feel. And So that's all made for the show. Oh, none, really? of that, none of that is in the game. Like, oh. so in the game, it's air spores. It's spores from the actual plants that infect the air. They mm-hmm. have to, like, to go in buildings and shit like that. They wear, like, gas masks over their face um, so that they don't breathe in the spores. Um, oh. They changed that for the show because they said... Yeah, like, they didn't they want to cover their faces, probably. That, and they said it's, like, really hard to show air spores on a show. Like, sure. how, do, how do you how do you show the fear of that? Like, so they decided to change how the zombies were, or the infected work. Um, I don't know if for sure, if it's all of the music from the show, it's like, like the opening theme song is from the game. Right. And I know that it's the same composer. So um, I think a lot of it is taken from the or video similar game. similarities, probably very right? similar. Yeah. There might be some alterations. So like, don't a hundred percent quote me on it, but like, yeah. Um, it's a phenomenal soundtrack. I highly recommend it. It's on Spotify. I believe his name is Gustavo Santanella, I think is his last name. Um, he's a really, really good composer. Um, You're a really good composer. Thanks. Uh, but yeah, so like the way like them stepping around like the, the ground, like tendrils or whatever of the of yeah. the plants and whatever, that's all made for the show and like oh, okay. terrifying. Yeah, it's ter- so. Is the um, the tendrils that like so? I know I'm jumping to the end here, but how they have them that come out of their mouth and stuff is that made for all for the game too, that's or is that all- from the game? No, that's from the sh- that's made for the show. Made like up. cool. So in the game, like getting getting the spores is a way to get infected, and then obviously getting bitten or like scratched or whatever from the, from the things. But like, uh, there's no like makeout scene in the game with tendril mouth. Tendril mouth. Like the tendril thing, even at the beginning when that that scientist is like pulling, when she pulls it out of the mouth and it like reaches for her. It's like I did not like that at all. I did not like that at all. Um, Yeah, that's all. That's all. So like in the game, like um, they're they're not like alarmed like they are in the show where like oh I stepped on this spore and like a horde of them come running. Um, That's just that's made for the show. Like. There's not a scene where like a hundred of them come running at you. They're just. Do you think they do that to kind of like? Because I mean, in the game, it might be overwhelming to try to get to doing what you're doing while you yes. have a, everything on your ass. But in this case, they might use it to kind of push them forward a little bit and make things go a little quicker. Do you think that's a possibility, or do you think it's just because it makes more sense versus this air thing, like you said? I think it's partly both. Like I, I it's the game is more sound based, right? So like you're doing a lot of sneaking because you don't want to alarm the clickers. Right. Very similar to what they showed in the show right. is like the clickers all hunt via sound. Like they use echolocation and the clicking noises to bounce it off things. Um, they're, they're hunting you because the mushroom has taken over their entire face. They are blind, completely blind, but they hunt via sound. So um, in the game, like, as Joel, you are sneaking around a lot. You're hunt. You're on. You know, like your knees or kind of like crawling almost uh, around, like like low low down around like um, you know bookshelves and shit within the game to sneak around and, and get away from people. Um, fucking my computer's fucking popping up shit. Um, but yeah, so uh, they they kept that very similar and like in the game that museum scene is like one for one from the game like you're in that museum you're sneaking around the layout of that museum's very similar to the game there's two clickers in that room that you're trying to fucking avoid and like right from the game nice yeah so it was awesome and like just like the game joel's a terrible shot (laughs) he missed that fucking clicker like seven times i was like god damn boy hit that thing Jordan from Canada says, when it comes to adaptations, be it MCU or anything, do you guys prefer it to be straight from the source material verbatim, or do you like things deviating to an extent from original, uh, from the original medium? For me, it just depends. I mean, um, it depends what the, I I, I mean, I think like for this, okay, I know The Last of Us very, very well. I've played the game multiple times. If it was one-to-one for the game to the show, 
I think I would have been, I, I, the show's amazing. Don't get me wrong, but I think I would have been like, Oh, there's nothing surprising or like, right. revo- you know, revolutionary about this. I've already seen this and played this. I like that they're using small changes to make it better, improve it and yeah. give more backstory to characters. And they're not altering the characters. They're just, they're just adding expanding. more to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, if like, it was like, uh, I don't know, like MCU stuff. Most of the changes I think just make sense for the medium. Like, it's yeah. very hard to adapt a comic book direct to a movie. Actors, um, yeah. It just depends, I think. I think, um, especially with MCU stuff, like, you know, I used to be, like, and like phase one and two, I was definitely more, like, wanting it to be closer to source material. But now that they've kind of embraced it and we do get more kind of out-to-lunch costumes and stuff like that, now I just, like, want it to be its own thing because it's, like, like I don't want to. I don't want to go into these things knowing what it is because I read the comic book. Like it's just like yeah. a lot of the fun of these things are like the big things that happen and and surprises. That, yeah, the surprises, right? Like I just like those are the kind of things I I look forward to because you you don't really anticipate them. So when you go in knowing what's going to happen, it's not as fun to experience it when it actually does. Yeah, and I mean, like, I mean we could go down a huge rabbit hole here, but like um, Jurassic Park. No, it's a great, it's a great question. Um, Jurassic Park's a great example. Jurassic Park's a great example of like that. That movie is very different than the book. They changed a shit ton for the movie. Yes, they did. The movie's very good and the book's very good. They both work very well. And then you'd look at something like say Dark Phoenix Saga from the comic book to X-Men and it's terrible um pick your choice either one they're both bad right and then you go like fight club fight club the movie and fight club the book very one different to, one to one no they're almost exactly the same they're very very oh, really? similar and it works well too because the movie's really well done and the book i think would be really hard to adapt and and uh david fincher did it very very well i remember so, i read that book but like it was like a long time ago there's, like a, when... there's a few minor alterations but for the right. most part it's pretty much one-to-one that's like uh watchmen too from watchmen. a graphic novel it's there's one big storyline that they took out that kind of yep. played throughout the graphic novel but uh and then they changed the end the entire ending is totally different too yeah, and I mean, like, people have a lot of complaints with Harry Potter, too, right? It's, it's right. like, massive alterations in that. I know, uh, like, some of my best friends are huge Game of Thrones fans. Mm-hmm. And, like, the end of that series was not adapted from the book, but the beginning yes. of it was. And people hate the last season of that show because of how, yep. how bad it was and didn't give justice to a lot of the characters that they loved. Yeah. So it just really depends on on who's adapting it, how they're adapting it. The actors you have involved, the writers you have involved, and how different and you know drastic you're changing it. But, well said. Thanks. Um, Here you go. Flay the flave. Yeah, I, uh, I I I love this episode. Like I I the, the whole clicker thing I thought was amazing. The way they the noise terrifying. The the clicking the clicks, noise. It the just makes are terrifying. Fucking awesome. And I guess they got yeah. the actual voice actress or actor. I'm not positive from the game to do that the clicking oh so. nice so it's like actually the same again that's pretty yeah cool. really really cool um the the clickers look spot on they're exactly pulled from the game like it's very cool yeah. when they rolled up and i was just like oh my god yeah it's terrifying um and then we get the scene of fucking tess getting bit it's funny because i actually didn't even notice she got bit did was it on screen that she when she did oh okay so that makes sense then. no you it's the same as the game is. I, I mean, it's pretty quick, but um, you don't know she's bit, and then she obviously reveals that she's bit. Um, right, yeah, bit. Yeah, and um, did you see her dying this early in the show, or were you pretty surprised? Uh, as I was watching that episode, yeah, I was like, I wonder when Tess is gonna die because I feel like she's not in it for long, and then she died at the end, and I was like, oh, but didn't expect it to be that fast. I, I kind of assume maybe the next. Because remember, we were talking about it before, and I said episode three is like a crazy one. Yeah. So I kind of assumed that she was probably going to die in that one. But then she died at the end, and I was like, oh, fuck me. All yeah, right. so they definitely changed that scene as well from the game. Um, in the game, you're getting a, a bunch of military men that are um, like kind of encroaching on that building or whatever, and she decides to like sacrifice herself basically to save, save let, let Joel, Joel and Ellie get away. Um, so in this... But I guess that, that part still happened. 
It is, but it, I mean, in this, it's infected. It's different. Yeah. And they got the gross tendril makeout scene that. Ugh. I love it. I love it, but it's gross. But I it's so it. gross. Um, it's like as soon as the infected goes up to like and goes like mouth to mouth with with her, he opens his mouth and these like little like fibers just like come out and like go into hers. It's like <laughs> so fucked up. It's so fucked up. Like I guess people were like, why? Why would she like sit there and Just sit there make, and let them? out it? But like, I guess their idea. She might have that, already been turning too, though, right? Like she kind of was already indicating like she was tweaking out a little bit. So yeah, that's that's that was their explanation is that she's already yeah. turning. She's already part of like the horror <laughs> mindset, and um, yeah, like she, like she's incapacitated enough that like she's not doing it on purpose. She has no choice. Like she's part right. of that hive mind. She's trying to like flick this lighter because she fills the whole hull with like gasoline. She kicks all the the gasoline truck like uh, tanks over. Fucking lights them on fire. Grenades. grenades and blows them all the fucking hell. Yeah, so um and we see Joel and Ellie escape and they're back on their journey and uh that was pretty much the end of the episode, but um man, I cannot wait for episode three. I know it's tomorrow, but like Everybody's saying this episode is amazing, and um, no, having played the game, obviously, I kind of have an idea of what this episode could include, and some really cool shit that I think people are gonna be really stoked to see. Fuck yeah, man! So I, I love this show. I think it's so fucking well done. It's just, I wish everything was this good. Yeah, I really, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I was actually wondering this too, Marcus. Marcus said, "Do animals get infected in the show in the game?" They have. I don't think they've saw, shown it in the show, but do animals get infected, or is that like a no, so um, the problem, uh, the difference so far in the in the show and the game is in the game you're doing dealing with a lot more uh, human element too, of not just infected people but people that are out to like scavenge and you know yeah. kill you as well. So a lot of them use dogs as like a hunting mechanism of like using their sight and smell to mm. find like people that are intruding in their territory or if there's like infected or anything in the area. <laughs> So uh, you do sh- fucking shoot a lot of dogs, in the, at least in the uh, second game. I don't remember as much in the first game. Um, and horses are involved in the show. That that will become <laughs> not a I not, want a horse clicker. Not a horse clicker, but uh, they do they do use the horses as a, a way of getting around. So <laughs> that's um, crazy, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. I wonder what the thing is that makes the animals impervious to it. So I was watching, uh, I was going to send it to you and I forgot, but um, the actual clip from National Geographic, uh, David Attenborough talking about uh, the actual cordyceps virus that infects ants. And um, it's like a four minute clip you can find on YouTube. But um, the actual cordyceps uh, spore is um, purposely sent out for a specific type of insect. So there's different types of cordyceps for, for every types of for every type species? of insect, so yeah, it's for different species. So like, uh, they attack ants, but there's a different type that will attack like caterpillars or like other types of insects. And then in the end, you'll see like their dead little like ant carcasses and shit, with like mushrooms sprouting out of their face and stuff. Like right. it's fucked up. Um, yes, any animal with that mushroom head and the fibrous mouth is horrifying. It's fucking terrifying. <laughs> I hate it. Um, so yeah, like if you go watch that clip, you can see like caterpillars and ants and like a couple other things that have like their carcass with mushrooms sprouting out of it. And like, it's like horrifyingly beautiful. Like it's nature. So it's beautiful, but it's like, oh God, this is a dead animal or, you know, in this case, dead humans. Um, yeah, I, uh, I love, I, I I can't wait for tomorrow. I love a show so much. I'm excited. I freaking love it. I as soon as I finished, I messaged Ryan. I was like, that's just fucking shit yeah yeah i'm so glad you like it it's it's, it's awesome so yeah i, really I can't wait i can't wait for next week to talk about it again with you and uh this is what tv has become and and man like fucking top notch man yeah marcus marcus you said what's scary is the possibility of what evolution can do down the line totally evolution true. and global warming man yeah scary scary world yeah and we the as humans to be even scarier yeah, and we just don't give a fuck. We just go on with our lives, man. Just, just live our lives, you know? Yeah. 
Um, I fucking love the show. I, I I'm so excited. I also fucking love the show. And uh, we haven't mentioned this yet. It got picked up for a second season. So that's right. Um, How exciting! Very exciting, and it's, I, it looks. I mean, me knowing the game and from what they've kind of said, it seems like they're going to break the second game into multiple seasons. So interesting. Um, the second game is way longer, and uh, there's a couple different storylines within that game that it would be very hard to do justice to, like a nine episode season. Like it's just right. it wouldn't be able to be done. So right. I assume right. it's going to be season two, and season three will be the second game. That's cool. Yeah, I dig it. Really, really good, man. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I liked it a lot. I'm honestly like, uh, I'm glad I'm digging it, and I'm glad, uh, I'm glad it's hitting home. Like, I'm actually excited to watch tomorrow. Like, I'm gonna make an effort to watch it. I don't know if I'll get a chance to watch it tomorrow night, but um, yeah. I'm gonna make an effort to. What time is it? It doesn't start until nine, right? Like, I can't I think, get in nine yeah. Eastern or Pacific. Nine Eastern, I think. Nine Eastern. Okay, so six. So yeah, I might try to watch it tomorrow night. The thing is, is if I put it on the main room, Kate's gonna be like, nope. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll just wait till she goes to bed and throw yeah. it on, you know. Yeah, um, true. Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey, man, fucking crushing it, crushing it. Yeah, girl. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Um, so that's it. That's it for this episode. I mean, unless you got that's more it. you uh, want to talk about. Um. No, not really. I'm thinking. I've been thinking about. Uh, do you know if there's anywhere that streams South Park? Any Canadian? I think it's on Crave. Excellent. I've been considering um, re-watching South Park from season five to like, I don't know, 15 or 16. I haven't seen the most recent season or two. No, I stopped a while ago. I just don't, they're just not as good to me anymore. I, they kind of lost me with the Tegrity Farm stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's stuff that I thought was funny, but it's just not what it was. Just, I don't know. I miss the... I mean, they really pushed Randy that last season with Integrity yes. Farmship. And, yeah. like, I love Randy, but, like, I really miss when it was, like, the kids doing kid shit, you know? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I don't know if they've ever gotten back to that. Like like I said, I haven't seen the most recent couple, I think, season or two. But um, that's when the show, like, hit its stride for me was, like, like the kids playing World of Warcraft and, like, yeah. uh, you know, fucking just, like... Or the, little, the Lord of the Rings one, remember that? Yeah, bringing back the movie and, like... Just so, like I, that's what the video game was so good at, right? Is like Backdoor Sluts Nine. It's <laughs> great. Backdoor uh, Sluts Nine. That's uh, the raunchiest porno ever. <laughs> yeah, like I maybe it's just because like they've they've aged and like they're they they, they want to do more like adult like their age bracket type things with yeah. Randy and stuff like that. I don't know, but um, Randy's a fun character, but it's yeah, just, totally. Like, he, the, the fun part about him is that he's a do- he's a dumbass and like totally. he he can he doesn't have to like be the main point of the story. You could just use him to move certain points of the story along, right? It's like yeah, yeah. Just like, gonna get that up- episode where, <laughs> where where the the Pope or not the Pope the the statue of Mary period bloods on him or whatever like or spits blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My favorite Randy episode by far is when he gets cancer. Oh my god, that's just, such a funny episode. Just gonna get a little bit of cancer, Stan. Just tell Mama not to worry. Isn't that where he carries his balls around in a wheelbarrow because they're so yeah. huge? He's he uh <laughs> to get uh medicinal marijuana, he gets ball cancer. He puts his balls in the microwave, doesn't he? <laughs> and then he, he hops around on them like hippity hops. That's right. Yes, yeah. that's a great episode. Man, I see that's the thing is like I remember them all like loosely. Like I've seen so many of them so many times. Yeah. yeah. But I I uh I've been considering kind of going back and uh you should and, like try yeah, yeah. Just because again, like I don't have to fully commit to them, right? I can just keep them on in the background. So I'm gonna probably watch a little bit more Simpsons because I am really enjoying those right now. Um, I, I always mean to go back to Simpsons, but like I don't know, there's so many bad seasons on that show. I'm in the mood for Simpsons right now because uh, um, Toying Around just reviewed the Super 7 Simpsons figures. They made like six-inch figures. Nice. So they made the first series is Homer in his astronaut suit with the ruffles and the chips. Yep. yep. Um, uh, Moe, um, Smoochie. No, not Smoochie. Uh, yeah. yeah. Smoochie's the dog, right? The dog, yeah. 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 Smoochie and uh, Krusty. Nice. So I'm considering actually getting crusty because he looks pretty fucking good. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I just don't know where to 
I could just put them at work, I guess. The thing is that they only come out like, you know, probably like eight or 10 a year. And it seems like they're going deep in the line. Like that was the first wave. So they didn't even have any regular costumes of the main characters. It was, I think, I guess, Krusty's probably the closest thing. So Hoochie. Yeah, maybe it is Hoochie. I think I it's remember. Poochie, isn't it? I don't remember. Um, Jordan from Canada says, South Park at first glance is so silly and shocking, but they had some really thoughtful and great commentary on society too. That was when it was great to me. It was like, I, I mean, I loved what Ryan's talking about where they were like kids. Like that was kind of like season five to like 10 or 11, maybe even 12. And then once they got like 12 to like 16, they really started getting more into the social commentaries. And like, I love I love it. I love it. But say, like season five, like Scott Tennerman, Coochie. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Coochie. I think you're right. Yeah, Coochie the dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you guys don't want, like I always tell everybody, it sucks for people who think of South Park and think of like the first couple seasons and been like, man, nah, it's not for me. Or because recent like, seasons. Or recent seasons. Because like once you hit to like season five to ten, man, those are just the gems. Like there's just... Yeah money in those but like like anything i think these shows have gone on way too long like yeah i'm sorry but like simpsons i'm sorry i think they just got picked up for another season i think they're on like 36 or something like that it's like what haven't you done at this point you've done everything 10 years yeah. ago you were out of ideas why is this show still going on like yeah. i understand it's a money maker and whatever but like we don't need it anymore yeah i and agree it, south park's the same way it's like you're 25 seasons in. We don't need any more, man. You, you've yeah. said everything you have to say. Yeah, um, I mean, I guess the thing is, is yeah, I don't know. Gives them income. And the I would thing love is, for them from the South Park creators, Matt and Trey, to do something different, do something new. Do well, another look what movie. they did with Book of Mormon. Right. Book of Mormon. But I like, fucking love Book of Mormon. You've never seen Book of Mormon, have you? No, I wish they put out a movie like a. a it's the best, movie. man. Seriously, it's um, so fucking funny. But, like, what they did with Team America and shit, right? Like, they're very yeah. creative and funny guys. I wish they would yeah. just do more. Like, Or basketball. Um, yeah, basketball is great. So um, funny. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I uh, Favorite Simpsons episode. Fuck. I, it's hard. I probably would say, I mean, the, my favorite one for a very long time was uh, one of the uh, Sideshow Bob episodes uh, when he's trying to get them and he steps on all the rakes. Yeah. Like 80 times. Yeah, exactly. I uh, when, he, when, he, when he's hanging underneath the car and, and I think it's Homer, he's like, let's go through the cactus patch. Everybody say, yeah. And it, it, it's Barton's Lisa going, yeah, yeah. And then you hear. And he's like, Bob no. Going, no. <laughs> one. It's, uh, it's, that's always going to be one of my favorite episodes. I just always. Yeah, it's like Bob's funny. <laughs> Great episode. Uh... Or that isn't that the one where one of the sideshow ones is where they they have to relocate the Simpsons, right? Isn't it isn't that from yeah, the sideshow uh, Bob one where he yeah, tries to kill uh, Bart? The Thompson. Thompson. <laughs> excellent, excellent episode. Uh, oh, that's a good one too. Blamey Moe's or Mr. Play. So my dog's name is Homer, and what Kate hates that I call him Homer J because I always say Homer J. But for Christmas, I wanted to get him a custom made. Uh, jacket that That'd says awesome. Mr. Plow that says Mr. Plow on it. That'd be great, man. Yeah. Um, so I, I also love when uh, both good episodes. Uh, Homer makes the, shout out uh, to the lemon tree. <laughs> oh, uh, when Homer makes that like uh, car with his brother or whatever there. Oh yeah, that's a funny one too. <laughs> I love that episode. Uh, Canyon Arrow, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And they do that like weird ad, Canyon Arrow. <laughs> It's fucking awesome. I love that episode. Uh, yeah, there's so many good ones, honestly, man. Like it, they, they, it's, it's one of those things that there's so many of them that a lot of them just blend into me. So it's totally. like it's hard to differentiate ones for me sometimes. But it's all that like early, like I, same as South Park. Those early like season four or five or whatever the fuck it is to like twelve, thirteen is like the strong stuff. suit. Yeah, yeah, and same then, here. I, that's when I stopped watching. Same with Family Guy too. Family Guy early stuff, awesome, and then it just went off a hill. And I was like, All right, seasons I'm one to three for Family Guy are where I'm in. I can kind of get into four, and then everything beyond that, I'm like, nah, not for me. Yeah. And so. now you're seeing all the shit with uh, fucking Rick and Morty. So yeah, that's crazy. Um, 
How do you yeah. think that's going to fare with them having to recast those characters, re revoice those characters? I mean, as sad as it sounds, and like I understand the the, the, the situation, the situation, and like you yeah. have to get rid of them. Yeah. I understand that there's you know whatever 50, 100, 100 of people working on the show that like yeah. you don't want their livelihood affected, but that show's over. Like yeah. to me, it's like just cancel the fucking show. I agree. Um, it's not going to sit well either. Keeping it going too, right? Their characters no. that were created by this guy, so. I understand like Dan Harmon's a big part of the show as well. And, yeah. um, you know, he has a lot of creative input on the show as well, but like the randomness of Rick and Morty is all from him. And Justin Roiland not being a part of that show is definitely going to affect its quality. I don't care what you say. It's definitely going to affect it. Mm -hmm. So I don't want all those people to lose their jobs. And I understand why you want to keep it going. But like, to me, it's like, just cancel it, man. You've, yeah. you've, you've You're done curse that thing. Yeah, that thing is doomed anyway, yeah, and fans are gonna fans don't give a fuck about any of that shit. If we've seen nope. anything during these last couple of years, it's people will fucking fight about anything. Yeah. And everybody's gonna shit on the show and it's gonna affect the mental health of all those people working on it anyway. They just put their heart and soul into the show and that people are gonna shit on it online. So it's the same with his game uh company as well. Like they just put out that new game. Um fuck, I can't think of what it's called right now, but it, it got huge on Xbox. Over the holidays, uh, Squanch Games is a developer, but um, he was a big part of that too. And now that he's gone out of that, so it's like you may affect that company as well too. And it's mm -hmm. it's sad and it sucks. But like when people do that kind of shit, like I'm sorry, you just got to move on and, and find another creative output and tr yeah. try something new. You know? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Let um, it die a slow, painful death, and then it's just. I mean, the thing is, is like, I guess, what do you do? Because at that point, its legacy is tarnished yeah. just by this one guy, right? So, like, you know, like, you're kind, they're kind of in between. Like, there's not like they can drive, drive it into the ground much deeper than that. That's, like, pretty much as deep as it goes, right? When you got this creeper dude, like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, listen, like, I, I think people make mistakes, and I don't think you should fucking end their lives or fucking you know abandon them forever uh, clearly like you know there's mental health things and there's you know whatever whatever the situation going on people can be affected by it and like I, I i hate the idea of canceling somebody forever just because they've made one mistake in their life but they don't need to be on in the public eye and they don't need to be on television and you know i understand getting rid of them out of the public eye but um i don't know i don't know what you do with those people like i, I wish they could just hop on to another show and find another creative output and, or another game and just move on, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. It definitely affects the legacy of all that shit. So it sucks. Yeah. Jordan says, speaking of Rick and Morty, the game, this is the life is groundbreaking for a comedy action game. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. I, is it, this is life. I can't remember what the fuck it's actually called. It might be, I might be that. I feel like it had a different name, but I, um, yeah, regardless, uh, that's the game I was talking about. That game right. and the South park games are like, Two of the funniest games I've ever played. Like, I love uh, High on Book Life. Of, I think I think Book it's High Dest on Life. No, not Book of Destiny. What's it? What's the uh, South Park game? The uh, RPG. Yeah, that's that's the game I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, that game's so fun. Um, what the fuck is it called? <laughs> Fractured Butthole is the second one. Um, <laughs> high on Life, he says. Yeah, High on Life. That's that. That's what I thought. Uh, yeah, it was great. I only played like the first hour and a half of it or two hours of it, but it was making me crack up. Um, nice. I can't remember what the other South Park game is, is called, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it's excellent. It's fucking. It's very one fun, of the... and especially if you are a fan of South Park, oh, there's yeah. so many good deep cut jokes in there. Like, yeah, yeah. and it's short. Like it for an RPG, it's yes. only like 18, 19 hours, something like that. Yeah, like it was quick. You, you even get... I got through it. That's right. a lot. It's not a hundred hour deep dive, you know, so it's perfect. Yeah, it's not super challenging. It's still fun in the spots where it is challenging. And yeah, yeah. And it's just funny. It had me fucking dying laughing the whole time. I was fucking cracking up. Yeah. Um, highly recommend. Agreed. Whatever it's called. Cell Park, the game, something. Book of Truth? Book of. Oh, that sounds right. You're looking at it? Yeah, I have to. It it's it's going to drive me insane. So. Game. Stick of Truth. Stick of Truth. Thank God. Yeah, that game's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, very fun. I dig it. 
Um, yeah, so you're not doing Whip Wednesday this week, right? No, unfortunately not. I have uh, donuts to make and consume. So Wednesday I will be, yeah, Wednesday I'll be tied up with, uh, Work with stuff. making donuts. So I won't have the time to, uh, unfortunately, do a live stream. But the week after, on the 8th, I will be back with Dee and Chris from Astonishing News and Reviews. They're going to come on. They're going to do some customizing with me and just shoot the shit. Should be fun. And then the week after that, I will be doing a episode with uh, Brock, who does This Week in Customs, or used to do This Week in Customs. Uh, we're going to be doing an episode of This Week in Customs on Whip Wednesday, but unfortunately, that one will not be live. We have to pre-record it. His schedule is just a bit too everywhere, and uh, I think it's kind of a good concept to test out this whole pre-recorded thing. I'm still going to do like a live premiere, so it'll still premiere at 9 o'clock. There'll be a chat and all that stuff, so I'll be there to be able to chat with people in the chat, but uh, the actual episode is going to be pre-recorded, unfortunately, just because... That's all you can give me, and uh, I'll take what I can get. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And then next week is our 100th episode, so uh, nothing, exactly. nothing too crazy planned other than uh, talk about the last We'll both be here naked, three. so get yeah. your eyeballs ready. That was supposed to be a surprise, but okay, Damn. fine. Just reveal it to everybody. We just have party hats on our nips and our head. That's it. Socks on cocks. <laughs> um that's it that's the end of this episode uh thanks everybody for coming by in the chat come by next saturday we will be doing obviously last of us episode three like i said and should be a good one should be it's supposed to be a barn burner of an episode so everybody's raving about it so uh should be good um i can't wait can't wait if you're not already uh please follow us on Donald talking butt topless. Hell yeah. Uh, if you're not already, follow us on Instagram at Moose Milk Media at Customs by Matthew. Oh, wait, I can uh, do it. I can do it. Yeah, pop right up. This is the same handle. So you can find our YouTube channels, just youtube.com slash and at Moose Milk Media at Customs by Matthew. Handle me, baby. Uh, subscribe, hit the bell, do all that shit. Um, also, I'll be streaming on Twitch somewhat regularly now. I'm going to try to keep getting at it, um, play a couple hours here and there. Nothing too interesting, but. Uh, Bye, Marcus. <laughs> um, I never imagined Finn sounding like that. No, I was like, thinking of him sounding like Ed from the the hyena from Lion uh, Lion King. Like, <laughs> probably, yeah, that's probably more accurate. Um, or like really high pitched, like "Hi, my name's Finnegan." Um. Anyways, thanks everybody for joining us, and uh, yeah, if you don't uh, want to watch the video, you can grab the episode on. Uh, podcast services as well spotify True story apple podcasts all that shit uh we appreciate the follows and the subscriptions and the comments and everything so thank you he he appreciates that um bye peace out bye guys <laughs>